Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I'm going to talk about media and the way people don't know how to think anymore. And I'm going to give you some very interesting examples, I think, that you've never heard on media. So people that don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've spent 30 years practicing law and, and just studying human nature. And I'm America's most trusted lawyer, mostly because I tell people the truth. But I'm also probably America's most hated lawyer because I also tell people the truth. <laughs> All right, enough fooling around. Let's get the show going. So I've been spending some time thinking about how it's possible that we can be in such an insane situation with this virus fake, real, whatever it is, with this crazy theater that's going on about some deadly world pandemic, even though anybody can look around and see that if there was actually a deadly world pandemic going on that required all these restrictions and sanitizing and being careful and socially distancing, that the homeless people would all be dead, that there'd be millions and millions of deaths in the third world where they can't socially distance, they don't even have sanitation. And you'd know all sorts of people who were sick or dead um, or in the hospital or waiting to get in a hospital. It's just a fantasy. It's silly. And then I, I see what went on in this election with this just open and obvious fraud. Now, they've, they've always had massive fraud in these elections, but this time now they've just made it so clear to people. And I suspect it's all part of this revelation of the method that they use and have been really pushing for about 20 years, ever since September 11th. Revelation of the method is a system where they show people the corruption that's going on. And then they show people that nothing actually happens to any of the perpetrators. And by using that system, the people are sort of systematically and subconsciously demoralized because they feel like there's nothing they can do to fight a power so strong that they can get away with so much obvious corruption right out in the open. And they've been pushing pedal to the metal revelation of the method for, like I said, almost two full decades now. And it's just everywhere all the time. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's Hillary's emails. It doesn't matter if this ridiculous fraud in the election with suitcases full of ballots with fat Tony basically carrying the fucking suitcase from Kansas City. Like in casino, all they care about is getting that suitcase. (laughs) All they care about is getting a suitcase full of fucking ballots and running it through. And that doesn't matter because I don't vote because they're both jokes anyway. And Trump didn't do anything to clean up the deep state. All he did was hire deep state rats. I mean, the backflips people will do to continue to support Trump. He hired Bill Barr. He hired Munchen. He hired all these fucking deep state rats. He's not helping anybody. He didn't arrest anybody. He didn't do anything. <laughs> he didn't do anything. Uh, when you ask people, for examples, they give these crazy, weird, oh, he got the connection and Israel moved or something. Like, who fucking cares? Endless debt hasn't called out this ridiculous narrative about the pandemic, builds up the military to ungodly amounts, is increasing the police state. He's got all sorts of new gun restrictions. and It's ridiculous. It's absurd. He's not on our side. The red versus blue fantasy is just that, a fantasy. They're both on the same team. They need each other in order to push any narrative forward because they use that Hegelian dialectic. You got a thesis, then you have a counter thesis, and then you argue about them, and then you have a uh, 
synthesis. And that's what everything is. All these things operate the same way. And that's how you can always know that whatever's out in the public from the official narrative is always a lie on both sides, every side, no matter how many sides they issue. If it's out in the public and they're talking about it in regular media that gets any kind of traction at all, as opposed to something like my podcast, which is just a tiny voice, just a tiny, tiny voice of truth, I speak honestly. But the vast, vast majority of any kind of media isn't. It's true that every once in a while you can get a local story that kind of tells a little bit of truth, and most of that's accidental, but it will never get picked up on a national level and then run as a story. It never will. That's, in fact, one of the simplest ways to know whether or not something is or is not true. If it's being promoted in the media and it's being discussed in the media and it's part of the 24-hour news cycle and it's running, then you can know that it's not true. You can just know it's not true. I defy people to bring me examples of stories where the media is pushing it, and in fact, it was true. Because I've looked for decades and decades to try to find any story like that that's ever true, and it never is. And in fact, as I've told people before, my experience is is that I call it the 179 Club for a reason. It's as close to 180 degrees off from the truth as they can make it. And what I was thinking about is that Most people, they simply do not know how to think. It's very clear to me that they don't know how to think. A lot of people actually believe that what they feel is something that they've thought through. Because they have a strong emotional reaction to something, they believe that it makes sense because it's so visceral to them. And this ridiculous pandemic theater is a classic example. Because people feel fear, all right, because they feel fear, they then create rationalizations that are provided for them out in media with these faked up government experts and the supposed industry experts who are, quote, crushing it all the time. They just adopt whatever that is in order to justify the feeling of fear they have, and they call that thinking. It's, there, there's nothing more to it than that, and it's just that since the vast majority of people clearly flatline emotionally and cognitively, and they simply don't develop around sixth or seventh grade. And that's why everything is aimed at sixth and seventh graders, newspapers and TV shows and music and all pop culture and everything else. It's because the vast majority of people operate at it. And it's just very deceptive because you see somebody look like a 45-year-old man who's got a family and a real job, and you think, okay, he's a 45-year-old man. But reality is he actually thinks and behaves like a sixth or seventh grader both emotionally and cognitively. And that's just the way it is. People don't like to hear that. People don't like to imagine that they are part of that. They always think that somebody else is part of that. They always think that somebody else is part of that. That yes, of course they can recognize it, but they don't do it themselves. For me, being consistent in my thoughts has always been very, very important. The thoughts I do have need to be grounded in reality and that the thoughts that I have be consistent with each other because Most people don't know how to think. They don't know anything about basic logic. They've never taken any kind of rhetoric class. They've never taken any kind of logic class. They don't understand anything about it. There's just countless errors in fundamental thinking that people engage in, and they're on display everywhere. And the people who are in charge of everything, who have all the money and power behind the scenes, who literally control hundreds and hundreds of millions of people in this country and billions all over the world through their fraud, shams, and coercion. They call government, media, education, brainwashing. They have a very extreme vested interest in staying in power. And most people aren't even aware of how much 
media bombards them and how conditioned they are to actually not think, to simply get more and more, quote, information. And there's no actual thinking going on. There's almost never any silence out there in media. In fact, they call it dead air. And you have to fill all the time, constantly in media. Otherwise, the people have such, such short attention spans, they'll just turn the channel. Uh, fucking silence. They get a split second of silence. They turn it because they're, they're not really thinking. They're, they're being bombarded with information and ideas, and they imagine that is thinking. And I want to give you a couple examples of it. Think about this ridiculous uh, vaccine that's being pushed out in order to solve a non-problem, which is this supposed virus. If you just look at the death rate from this virus, it's 99.7% survival rate. And that's using the incredibly faked up numbers they have. And in fact, if you just delete out some of the very dangerous supposed demographics of older people with comorbidities who are basically about to die anyway, if you just go down to like regular healthy people who are kind of under 50, there's virtually zero chance you're going to die. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, for all practical purposes, it's meaningless to talk about uh, the thing being a threat to your life. It's not, yet there's people all over the place running around scared of it. So the example I would give you is with a more than 99.7% survival rate, what is the actual danger this poses? Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you the question, and then I'm going to give you just a little tiny bit of silence and just see how long it feels like as you think about the question. So we have a 99.7% survival rate. Why are we spending time at all working on a vaccine and, and upending our lives when something is that undangerous? What is the reason? Why are we doing it? What is the need for any of this? That was about four seconds. <laughs> you see how long that sounded? Ah, it sounds so long, right? Because nobody sits and thinks about a question as simple as that. Why do we need to move on to new questions? Why do we need to move on to whether or not six feet is a completely and totally arbitrary number? Why are we using six feet? What's the scientific basis? You hear that? Hear that silence? Feel how uncomfortable that is for most people? It's so uncomfortable. It feels like there's something going wrong. That's the way media is presented to people, a nonstop barrage. But really, those just few questions like that, those are what we need to talk about. This is what I mean when I say fundamentals. People don't understand freedom. They don't understand liberty. They don't understand what government is. They don't sit down and just say, we don't need to go on to more and more questions. With a 99.7% survival rate, why are we doing anything? <laughs> Why are we doing anything? Th that question is never being answered. Okay, but it's a fundamental question that simply obliterates all of this waste of time that everybody's engaged in. Why do we need a potentially very dangerous vaccine to something that has a 99.7% survival rate? Why do we need it? Those questions right there are the heart of the issue. <laughs> but people don't stop. They don't think about it. They're just dragged on some new thing. Where does government get the authority to impose any of these restrictions? <laughs> Where does it get it? You see? 
We don't need to keep moving on to more and more questions. We need actual answers to the simple questions we already have and have had for nine months. And it's the same exact thing in every kind of thing that runs in media. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight information I provide, then support it. Go to my Patreon account and become a member. Just go to patreon.com slash the quash and sign up. I have bonus shows and material, and it's a safe place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, legal man? Well, step one is we have to get more people to understand the situation. There is no solution without that. Supporting the Quash is a way to help do that. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can, and if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam have unlimited funding. I don't have the support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth. Truth they don't want people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now let's get back to the show. We need actual answers to the simple questions we already have and have had for nine months. And it's the same exact thing in every kind of thing that runs in media. Now I'm saying that they've supposed reached agreement, holy agreement, with regards to a totally unconstitutional stimulus package with regards to this completely faked up theater of the absurd where they've completely wrecked everything and now the government is going to step in and supposedly send money out to people. That's now what's going to happen. They've reached agreement. We're going to get a $600 check. (laughs) Okay, so where does the government get the money? Where does the government get the money? <laughs> See that that's the heart of it. If the government has both no authority constitutionally, I could ask that question. Where does the government constitutionally get any authority whatsoever to simply send checks to people because they claim there's a problem? See, I could just wait. Those pauses I'm giving you, they're like 2 seconds, 3 seconds max. They seem like forever. But there is no constitutional authority. There's not even a discussion about it. And then the idea that they're going to send money to us, well, they don't have any money. They don't have any money. (laughs) Government doesn't have any money. There's nothing else to argue about. There's no, you don't need to go further steps. See, that is a fundamental fraud. Both of those are fundamental frauds. It has no authority and it has no money. And yet, those are no part of the discussion. The only discussion is whether or not the Republicans are being, you know, stingy. And the Democrats are going to be, oh, they're going to be so generous. Neither of them has any money. All this stuff is pretend. It's like giving yourself a Christmas present. (laughs) Okay. I gave myself a Christmas present. Is that something to celebrate? Am I now in a better position because I gave myself a present? No. I'm not. How about if I go to my neighbor, stick a gun in his face and say, you're giving me a Christmas present. (laughs) Is that a gift? No. Is the neighbor happy? No. Well, that's all government can ever do. Government sticks a gun in people's faces, takes their assets, and then hands them out to somebody else. And in this case, they're not even doing it. They're just creating debt. They're just putting everybody into debt. But look at these very simple questions. See, Media is nonstop. It's a 24-hour news cycle. Every single day, think of the endless amount of analysis that was done about that ridiculous Russia, Russia, Russia nonsense. It just went on and on and on. Every stupid detail was analyzed, right? And what what did it amount to? Nothing. I could have told you that from day fucking one. Anybody who follows me on Twitter knows that. Just like this ridiculous, faked-up 
pandemic theater. Since day one, I've known it's not true. How? It's not complicated. It's not because I'm a genius, though I am a genius. <laughs> the reason I can figure it out is because I use the simple rule. If government's pushing it, it is a lie. And it doesn't matter how many times the official narrative morphs and changes and they, they adjust it and they try to pretend that it's something and now they know and they got it straight now. It doesn't matter. Every single time they're pushing it, it's a lie. It's always a lie. That's all government ever does is lie. And I'm showing you why, because at the very fundamental, government is a lie. It has nothing. As Nietzsche said, everything government has, it's stolen, and everything government says is a lie. That's just the reality people can't face, especially in this country where they're just so incredibly brainwashed about freedom, which, of course, they've never given one second thought to what it actually even means. Just Barnum statements. Because most people who are actually simply feeling, reacting, sort of maybe fifth or sixth graders, uh, run around imagining they're thinking adults. They're not. Just because you've gotten older and you've gotten more information, you've got more responsibility and someone gives you a paycheck, doesn't mean that you think like an adult. It just doesn't. But people refuse to face these kinds of facts because people want to feel good about themselves and run around with a gigantic fucking ego. That's all. And until you can solve a problem like that, which I don't see a way to solve a problem like that. That's a, that's a problem of human nature. And the people who are running things, they take advantage of human nature. So they, they use human nature against the people. So they control people through human nature. And so it's trying to seek answers, like the very few people who like my show and, and support me on Patreon in order to keep my show on, those, those are a very narrow, narrow group of people. I mean, we're talking about, you know, certainly less than 5% of the population. My message doesn't resonate with most people because most people want to be right. They want to have their ego just constantly stroked. Instead of getting some kind of validation out of the idea that, you know what, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to think about this. I'm not just going to react. I'm not just going to move on to the next story. Think of the endless news stories they bring out over and over and over again. Think how many times this absurd narrative has changed with just this ridiculous fucking pandemic theater. Think back to the summer and the Sturgis and all these different Black Lives Matter and, oh, they're going to have a surge here and a microcluster there and it's going to be deaths here and you can't go there and Thanksgiving. I thought we're going to see this huge upswing in all these deaths. Has anybody seen all these different people dying around them now after Thanksgiving since they said it was going to happen? No, they just moved on to this idea that it's going to happen after Christmas. And when that's not happening, they'll be distracting you with something else. <laughs> it's just always a constant distraction because nobody can sit down and just take the time to sit, ask a question of themselves, and then sit and think about it. That feels uncomfortable for people. <laughs> it feels uncomfortable for people. And so when they go out for a walk to walk their dog or something, I see them all the time. They're always on their fucking phone. All right? They're always looking at their phone as though that's the key, that we need more information. I can assure you the problems we have are not for lack of information. They aren't. The problems you see in the world have nothing to do with an inadequate amount of information. The problem, if anything, is, is too much information. People are not experienced with handling this kind of information. There's been no time in history when people would be flooded with this kind of unending fucking supposed information. And they're certainly not prepared for the fact that 99.9% .9 of the crap they're hearing is just complete lies. They're not psychologically equipped to deal with the fact that people who are attractive people, they put attractive people on media, those people you're already tending to trust because they're attractive. 
They can't accept the fact that these people are actually just lying to them, intentionally lying. It's just very difficult for people to get in that mindset, but that's the reality they live in. But since in order to accept that reality, they would have to accept that they have been fooled their entire lives and they've made so many fucking bad choices. Now, see, that's not difficult for me because I've been burned so many times. It's obvious I'm making, quote, bad choices. Well, the bad choices I've made most of the time have to do with the fact that I continue to believe a fantasy, which, was the, which is what I was told about the world. But I've made peace with the fact that there's very little I can know. <laughs> there's very little I can actually know as a factual matter. I look for things that make sense. I go much more with reason and logic. Does the government have my best interest? Well, why would they? Of course they don't. They seek to rule me. Of course they don't have my best interest. Every single thing that flows from government comes as a result for me, gets filtered through that reality that government does not have my best interest. But since people refuse to sit down and do any thinking and get an actual coherent system going in their mind, they can't stop themselves. (laughs) They can't. So I hope people understand what I'm talking about and see that Having a show like mine, if people will listen to it, they, they can start to rethink sort of fundamental issues. And that's the key. That's, that's the, the real freedom for people is their own individual freedom to understand the way the system actually works and to no longer be constantly in a state of confusion about it feeling a need to constantly intake data, 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 as opposed to simply knowing that the data that's floating around here is mostly just designed to distract you and is a complete load of shit. <laughs> so, all right, well, I've run out of time, and I may say a little bit more about it in my Patreon account, but for now, this is it for my show, and I hope people will support my show, go to my Patreon account and sign up, and if they don't, I get it, it's Christmas's time, and everybody's been blown out by this ridiculous pandemic theater. But you can follow my show, and you, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm Legal Man at U.S. Law Review. And I, I hope people do. If nothing else, we can stick together and know that there are people out there like you. You'll see them inside my Patreon account where people don't have to worry about psychopaths showing up. <laughs> so I think I'm going to wrap the show up there. It's due to come out Christmas Eve, so let me wish everybody a Merry Ramahana Kwanzaamas. <laughs> I think that covers them all. And I hope you're well. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. <coughs>